Hello, I'm Charlotte Watts. Welcome to these podcasts that were first broadcast live in my Facebook group, Charlotte Watts Calm. Hope you enjoy them. And if you want more, please look at my website, charlottewattshealth.com. on fatigue and particularly just a few contributing factors to low energy or fatigue that might be a little bit new um, or things that we might overlook, hence the kind of surprising part of the title here. But it's really just important to notice what fatigue means for you, if that's something that you feel that you're finding more of or a state that you constantly go into. Um, and let's see whether that's an all-body type of fatigue or it feels quite mental. Now, that is not for me to separate out mind and body, which I shy away from muchly. It's much more about integration and noticing one or the other. But often that kind of mental fatigue, we really tend to underplay the part that technology and looking at screens plays in tiring the brain. So one of the things that's really important to notice is that when we are looking at a screen, and particularly smartphone screens, which are small, which often have a lot going on, moving between things really quickly, we're moving our eyes in really fast ways um, that we simply wouldn't do in nature. We we don't flick our eyes um, to read in that way. We don't have that level of light input. And we don't have it kind of directly going in, in potentially kind of flashing stuff that often or in that way or in that kind of deluge in nature. And it's very tiring. So you might feel this directly tiring actually in and around the eyes, but also it's just keeping the brain on this sense of constant alert, which is exhausting. And that takes me neatly into how the stress response is tiring and it's part of the definition of stress that it's not just about going into high anxiety or overwhelm although it often can tip into that if it's relentless and doesn't have recovery time but it's a provocation to a reaction which means that it's the opposite of not doing of restoring of relaxing so when we are just doing 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 and our day is full of back-to-back stuff, which might involve, you know, getting out of the house, you know, commuting somewhere, going to a gym, going to work, and doing stuff uh, in a lunch break or having a little break, you know, very few breaks. For some, it might be going home, picking up children from the school run. It might be, you know, putting children to bed. It might be, you know, then even going out, all these kind of high expectations of what our, you know, we should be filling our leisure time with. And when that's not very active relaxation, it's essentially keeping up the stress response in that it's continual stimulation. And that's tiring because it's uh, it's doing, 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 which is using up energy, even if you are sitting still and worrying about stuff or, you know, taking input from screens, doing emails, you know, looking at stuff on the web, even watching telly where the bright lights and the input are coming in. Um, as I said before, all of that stuff is keeping up the nervous system on a heightened level, and that is tiring. And one of the ways also that being in the stress response is tiring is that it tends to 
lead us to low-grade inflammation. So part of the survival response that is stress is inflammation. And that's because we are programmed for these responses to be as our ancestors would have done. So we are, if they're fight-or-flight responses, we would either run away from something or stand our ground to fight. Either way, it's a big physical response where we might be wounded and bleed to death, um, which is one of the, you know, the, the most dangerous things in nature. That's why animals try to avoid fighting as much as they can, a lot of big posturing. And in order to protect us then, when we're in distress response, this inflammation, inflammatory cascade comes in to seal wounds and to bring immune components to stop any wounds getting infected, which is incredibly dangerous in the wild. So often if we're just keeping up these low levels of stress, this psychosocial stress, then we can also be in this low-grade inflammation, which might be seen more obviously in inflammatory conditions like IBS, eczema, asthma, migraines, hay fever, skin issues like psoriasis, hay fever, whole kind of gamut of things that also lead to chronic degenerative diseases, arthritis, osteoporosis, heart disease, very common part and parcel of, kind of Western living uh, in the 21st century. And when we're in the inflammatory response, we're running the immune system at about 500% that it would have energy output than when we were in a resting state. So it's, it's tiring. And so all of these roads lead to getting off screens, to stepping away from constant input, constant attachment to getting more information coming in and being able to walk away, to get out into nature, to allow stress hormones to come down and to have a really good relationship and priority with recovery and with looking after ourselves in the way that we were designed. So there's loads of those resources to help that within my online membership calm club you can have a look at the sample month's theme of noticing overwhelm there just to see what those resources are to help you see where those um, boundaries of too much uh, come in and we can start to preempt those and really treat ourselves with kindness and let our energy come back um, naturally as we don't simply pull or draw on it too much.